Welcome back, back fences. Uh, they said we couldn't do it, but we are here. Week two, <laughs> episode episode two of about five, four. I don't know. But yeah, no, this yeah. is episode two. We are here, uh, joined by Donny Sports. My, I am Roasty. Donny, how are you, brother? I'm doing very, very good up here in beautiful regional Queensland. Without regional Queensland, Australia stops is what they say. So I'm happy to be involved in that. <laughs> you, you're, you're the driving force between, behind... Uh, Townsville running the country right yeah now. I think so I think I'm the backbone of the backbone I think that's what they're yeah. saying I think that's what I think that's what they're saying how, how are you behind every behind every great state there's a Donny. <laughs> no, I'm a, sure that's a saying yeah it's a shame there's only one great state in this country though isn't it the rest are just all right so it's, oh, it's oh. a shame it's a, it's a damn shame <laughs> there's only two good states that's New South Wales and pissed um, <laughs> But moving on, moving on, you dirty Queenslander. Yeah. Um, mate, ha- mate, you let's let's start with uh, your weekend. Mm. I, How's uh, it been leading into your extraordinary week this week? Yeah, I had like a remarkably grown up and relaxed weekend. I went mattress shopping. I uh, and then I just moved like and then I, and then I went microwave shopping and toaster shopping all on my own. I've never had to do that on my own because last time I did that. I did it with my partner. Now I'm all solo dolo. So I'm just like trying my hardest to not buy the cheapest possible shit, but also not too expensive. And it's like, I'm always in the, I think I've found the middle ground for most stuff, but geez, I forgot how expensive furniture and appliances are. I moved into this place and I just saw, okay, there's a white box in there. It's probably the washing machine. And then I come over here with a bunch of washing. I'm half living in a hotel, half living here. It's a dryer. It's a dryer, not a washing machine. I'm in Townsville. I'm in Townsville. Why, if there's going to be a 50-50 split, is it the dryer that comes with the apartment? Oh, uh, yeah, because you, you wash something, you just throw it outside for 20 seconds and it's dry. It's it, Literally, you could probably wear it outside immediately out of the washing <laughs> machine. I could not believe that it comes with just the dryer. So I had to go and buy a washing machine today, stitched up my co-host Archie, told him on air that we were going to carry it up the stairs so he couldn't get out of it. And so... <laughs> It sucks had, to be Archie's back today. Yeah, it does. It does. And he goes, oh, what happens if I throw out my back? I'm like, what, are you going to not be able to sit at the desk and do the radio show? <laughs> like, what are we talking about? <laughs> but then all I did Sunday was just stress about getting to sleep on time to get up at 4.30 on Monday. I, I set about 50 alarms. I was so nervous that I was going to miss my alarm for 4.30 in the morning. But I made it somehow. And now we're three shows deep into the Power Breakfast on Power 100 up here in Townsville. And I'm... Fucking loving it. I'm really, really loving it. It's good fun. I, I tuned in this morning for the first time and I, I got about 10 minutes before I had to jump on a meeting. But I think it was... Uh, did you do a secret sound? Yeah, we, do a, we, yeah, we did around, secret around sound. Around the today. 8.30 mark it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's so, I caught, it's so I caught tough. That. I caught about 10 minutes of that, but um, I'll, try, I'll try and tune in a little bit more for you. Wait, we're doing a secret sound, but it's five sounds in the space of three seconds. It's, it's, I don't even know all the answers so it's very hard when they're calling and i'm trying to tell them but what the funnest thing i got to do so far is yesterday i got to talk a, a bit of footy on the on the show which they, i'm going to be doing a lot of because we're up here in townsville but it was the first one of the year and i was talking about the draw and it was my it was it was the first time i've ever been like properly paid to take a swipe at the staff riders and as just dreams yeah, come nice. it yep. was dreams come true stuff it was just <laughs> You're I'm just like, like, I'm going to whack these guys for six yeah. and, you, and you're going to give me money. <laughs> yeah, How good is this? could not believe my job yesterday was to make fun of the Fox League staff riders. I was in heaven. I was in absolute heaven. 
mate, that's you're right. That is a dream job. That is <laughs> even me. You know, people. If people ask me what a dream job is, yeah, is to get up those staff riders yeah. every week. It's it's mental. It's I I need it. If we should publish. We should start a publishing company called Staff Riders, and and process everything out of that. It's just yeah. it's the it's the biggest cop out ever. It was about them talking about. I'm sure we'll get into the draw, but they were talking about how the Broncos draw is a dream start, and it's literally yes, anything but anything yes, but a dream exactly. start. But yeah, it was good fun, and I'm loving it. They uh, there was way too much fanfare on Monday for me. My head is the size. It's about triple the size it was the day before. I was in, I was, we're on the third page of the bulletin. They got billboards all around the city with my ugly mug on it. It's mental. It's absolutely and mental. <laughs> I saw that you had probably the, one of the greatest number ones of yes. all time in the studio. Maddie Bowen on the first episode. Maddie Bowen came and surprised me. I was blindfolded and I had to guess who he was. It was... I. I had photos of Matty Bowen on my wall growing up. And so it was just at, like, it was so funny. I was saying most, to him, most grown men still have uh, yeah. pictures of Matty Bowen on their wall. So well, one of the, okay. ma- like one of the easiest things about coming up here was the fact that the cows are up here and I'm like, how good would it be to live where the cows are? And he's obviously one of the main reasons I'm a cows fan. And I said to him, isn't it strange that because you're so good at playing fullback, that helped my decision of moving cities. Like, in this weird yeah. butterfly effect, isn't that so strange that because you're heaps good at running running the ball back off the back fence, I moved to Townsville? Like, Imagine if Matty, Matty Bowen only played 50 games of NRL and, and just went and played lawn bowls for the rest of his life. You could be, you know, you could be in Perth. Yeah, I could be. I could be, I could be <laughs> doing Redfern radio. I'd be a South fan <laughs> like my old boy. Shout out to South. <laughs> But no, it's been um, good fun. How about you? I saw you were out and about all weekend. I was, but just quickly on your uh, on your purchases for the house, mm, so mm. your microwave and all that. You get a fifty with a if you go buy a kettle like from Kmart for like nine bucks or fifteen bucks or however cheap they are, right? Yeah, you've either got a fifty, you got a fifty fifty chance. It's either you're going to last you for fifteen years, yeah, or it's going to burn your house down in a week, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So it's like, do I take that risk? <laughs> Is that risk worth it, or do I spend an extra ten, fifteen dollars on on something a little bit better? Um, I see them all the time in Kmart. And I'm like, fuck it, you know, kettles and stuff back in my day was you'd had to take out a GE credit line and yeah, yeah fifteen hundred dollars worth of credit to to fill your house out. Well, but, that, um, I was in Big W. There was a microwave for like thirty five bucks, and I'm like, I can't trust that microwave. No. I cannot trust that microwave at thirty five dollars. I'm sure it's fine. When they fine. say it's going to nuke nuke your food, yeah, like yeah. You, you, it will literally nuke it. You'll <laughs> eat it and you'll turn into like a teenage mutant ninja turtle. I can't. So. Yeah, thirty five dollars. It's just like I, I'd, I'd be I'd be happier if I gave you fifty for it. You know, like I just, yeah. <laughs> like I'd feel more comfortable. I'd feel better. Can you just raise the price? If yeah. you raise it to fifty dollars, I'll buy two. Right? Yeah, yeah. But no, yeah, my uh, my weekend was. Uh, yeah, exciting. Um, I made my comeback. Yeah, uh, football comeback. I'll say because, um, yeah, unfortunately, I was playing rugby union. But was that uh, full so contact? Don't, don't crucify. Yeah, it was. Uh, but it was a tens tournament. It was a tens tournament. So very short halves. It was like five ten minute halves. Mm. Um, but you know, just good fun being out there with the boys running around again. I haven't played uh, competitive football for well, you know, competitive. Contact full contact football for you know, a good seven years. Yeah, so, right. Even that to, seems to, like not that long. Like I haven't played for seven years. Yep. So that's but it, you went you went well into the piece. 
yeah. So, you know, um, chuck the kit on, ran out. I was fearing, like all week, I was fearing <laughs> I'm going to come back with like a torn ACL. Uh. Or I even messaged physio and I'm like, is there any way I can prepare my body for, <laughs> you know, to have less impact on injuries? And he's like, no, no, no. Just um, the, the only thing will fix it after the game is the, the bulk amount of uh, piss that we, mm. we drank. So, mm. um, but the good thing is we, we were there for fun. We, we just um, turned up. We don't try and win any games because we want to get out of the comp as early as possible so we can get on the beers. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, because for some strange reason, the people that organise these comps don't allow you to drink before you run out. That's um, ridiculous. I don't know why. That uh, is ridiculous. Need to need to look at some of these older guys like me that only turn up for that reason. Um, I'll tell you what, that is yeah, not so- a rule at GPS Rugby with Josh Clutterbuck. <laughs> I can tell you that much. Clutzy does not adhere to that rule in rugby. <laughs> Well, in saying that, he did reach out. He commented on on my post, which was, um, if you want to, if you're looking for another game, Friday night GPS. Yeah, it's a good uh, time. He's keen to get me up there. So, I'm thinking I might throw the word out that if you're looking for a a very shit, a very slow front rower in either rugby rugby league, I prefer rugby league. Mm. But if you if you're looking for someone, uh, a shit gun for hire, <laughs> not a gun for hire, a cap a shit gun, gun, gun for, hire. for hire, cap gun for hire, that'll do. Uh, reach out, let me know. I'll come up and just uh, run around, have a game, a little bit of a like. I'm not a celebrity, but a celebrity, uh, yeah, celebrity appearance sort of thing. So I like team, that a I lot. I want to get back into it. I'm thinking I, I might actually come back and play uh, rugby league masters next year. Yeah, with a couple of lo- local boys that are running around still, and I'm like, maybe I've still got a few years left in. in oh, the old league, this so. is that's dangerous territory. When you, it's the hope. I know. It's the. So do you reckon that'll involve it's training? The, it's the hope that kills you. No, there's no training. Okay. It's, well, probably apart from like week before, I'll do a few bicep curls. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and that, that's about it. That, that's all I'm training for. But um, I just couldn't. I, think, yeah, I can't imagine getting tackled at this right, ripe, ripe age of 27. I can't imagine getting tackled. What? I don't know if I. I reckon I've got three tackles left in me. I reckon I can be tackled <laughs> three more times in my life. I reckon. You're like, uh, was it Billy? Billy Bowen? You know, there was um, Friday Night Lights. Yeah. And it was uh, not Friday Night Lights, um, Varsity Blues. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was the original Billy Bob, right? In the um, takeoff of that, which was not another teen movie, the same character played Billy Bob in that one. Yeah. And in, and the running joke was he only had ten concussions left, <laughs> and they actually had like a, a countdown clock of concussions. <laughs> so that's you this. with tackles. It's like every time <laughs> yeah. you get tackled, it's like ding ding ding, two tackles left. <laughs> L- last time I was playing like full contact footy. Me and my mates do this thing called Friendsmas every year. I'm, I'm going. That's why I'm going back down to Brizzy. Like, there's a group of 15 of us. We do Secret Santa, very, very wholesome stuff. But someone gifted someone a footy, and we were just in my backyard, and we thought, well, let's have a game of footy. You know, we're all a bit hot. We're all half cut. It was five on five, and uh, literally first run, me and my mate, massive head clash, egg on my head. I was out for a HIA immediately, and my missus was not impressed. Uh, it was an immediate HIA, immediate HIA. <laughs> it, that was similar to like on the weekend. We ended up playing our first game. We drew like Eastern Suburbs, which is a first grade Sydney club. And mm. it's like, how did, how did us, the guys <laughs> that muck around every single year at this tournament, get dra- drawn to these guys? But we, we talked to them and we said, look, guys, you, we know you're going to win the game. You don't have to run too hard. Just all you do is throw it around a bit, run around the edges, and you're gonna you're gonna win, yeah. Um, and, and most of them got it, yeah. Apart from one guy who I was going in to, to get involved in the ruck, and he was in he was just sort of offside, standing in the way, and he's just dropped the shot, biggest shot <sighs> in my chest. 
I'm still feeling the bruise about it. But it literally made me see stars. Oh, really? That's how hard he hit me. And I'm like, oh, this is not how I die. Did, did, this is did, not did, how did I die. Did it drop you? <laughs> no, no, it didn't drop me, but I was wow. like, it made me stop for a second going, am I okay? Yep. I'm yeah, okay. So wow. I was like, you know, being my age and drinking <laughs> and not looking after the body that well, I'm like, I could legitimately have a heart attack on this field. I wonder how and many tackles you got left in you. I wonder how many you got left. Mate, I've got, only got a couple of dings left, I think. <laughs> But no, it was uh, it was good fun. Good to get around the boys again. Good good to have that feeling of uh, running up and getting hit. Yeah, getting hit on. Not that I put a hit on anyone, but um, you know, making a tackle and, and having a fun with the boys and just getting around the boys and boys, boys, boys. And we got a clean shaven roasty too. Yes, we did. So clean we had shaven up. Buzz Lightyear um, over here. I reckon he looks like yeah, Buzz Lightyear. That's what I reckon. We'll have to we'll have to throw that out to the punters and see what they think. But. Um, I don't know. I don't see it, but it could be there. It could be a good p- comparison. I'll just put my head up like that. Give me a to um, infinity. Go <laughs> to infinity and beyond. Okay, Dude, pl- please don't clip that. Um, that's definitely getting clipped up. Um, but yeah, uh, we had a dress up. So first night was seventies um, and eighties. Good cop, bad cop. So trimmed the uh, big sideies in. Yeah, mo big handlebar mo. Uh, that was pretty standard. But then clean shave the rest of it to go as uh, an Aussie icon was the theme for the second night. Yeah. And I went as Corey Worthington. I love that. Um, I love that that's your first callback to Aussie icons is Worthington. Because he was he yeah. was of my time. Like, uh, that's not too yep. old for me. But he would have been, like, a much bigger deal for you. I still remember watching the Current Affair interview live. I remember being in my lounge room watching it live, thinking it was so funny. But I would have been, like, quite young. But you would have been of, the like, the same age as him almost, I'd say. Uh, yeah, probably a little bit old, maybe a little bit older, I think. Yeah, so you um, would have like had like a bit of like you could you probably could have still I had related. Appreci- we, yeah, we had appreciation for yeah. it. Was like if we were with him or around there, we would be, we would have wanted to be at that party. Yeah, yeah. And this this guy that had this nipple ring, chest open, yeah. glasses that he refused to take off. The yellow glasses. Uh, I got a pair yellow of yellow glasses, glasses yeah. after that. I got mum to buy yeah. me a pair of yellow glasses. <laughs> that was uh so at the at the footy event, thinking that no one else is dressing up as Corey Worthington. Yeah. Starting to get dressed in the sheds. This guy, one of my teammates looks over and he goes, that wig, who are you going as? And I said, Corey Worthington. He went, no fucking way. So am I. And I'm like, oh. So we had kangaroo court. And because I couldn't find yellow glasses, I got had orange. Oh. I, had big, I only found yellow small ones. So I took the big ones because he had big ones. Yeah. And they were orange. So I actually got – we couldn't have two Corys on the tour. I actually got outvoted. was not allowed to be that. But I will say the other guy that dressed up took his glasses off. Oh, for me, that would have lost points because Corey Worthington being – That's even the whole – it's, it's iconic. It's my iconic thing yeah. is that he won't take his glasses off. So you got to commit to the bit. Uh, you have to commit to the bit. I, I could not see shit. I'm walking upstairs. I'm nearly <laughs> tripping up these stairs. The thousand beers didn't help, but the the dark glasses did not help as well. I can't and, believe um, he's taking his glasses off at some stage. That's the whole bit. Without the glasses, I threw it up, and no no one appreciated it either. I was you're like, not Corey no, Worthington that was the without the glasses. You just that was his you're just a loser thing, in a wig. So, <laughs> did not like that, but uh, yeah. Look again. Anyone's looking for a shit gun, a cap gun for hire? Mm. Give me a call. I'll uh, I'll make an appearance on your footy field. I like that, mate. Let's get into some NRL news. Oh, and, um, the, and and oh my God, the tap has been turned back on. I'm so happy. Yes. Like, it, it got a little quiet had, there. 
I see that you're posting stop? a lot about NRL. T- you're posting out NRL grids quite a bit. Yeah, <laughs> I'm obsessed with that. <laughs> I am, and I'm like so dirty that oh, you post up a score and you go, "This is such a good score," and someone comes through with single digits, and you're like, "You cheat." <laughs> these guys who are getting single digits on these things have to be cheating, and I want an investigation. There's got to be an investigation into NRL grids. I want NRL Wordle. I want it to be like a player's name every day. But it like, yeah, I don't do, mind that. do you play Wordle every day? Yeah, I, no, I did. I gave up on it. Me, I, my family chat does it. And like, we don't even talk. We just send our Wordle scores. We don't react to the Wordle scores. We just send the Wordle scores. It's like how we know we're all still alive. We all live in different parts of Australia. It's pretty much the, uh, the welfare check is the Wordle. And sometimes they so go... So if, if you don't send your Wordle score through, you're getting a call from mum. Well, no, yes. It's, it's hap- it happened this week. She's like, oh, you didn't send a Wordle. I'm like, yeah, I didn't fucking get it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I'm gonna send it through and didn't get it. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, the, the tap's been turned back on. I'm so happy the the draw. It's something. And is this earlier yep. than normal? I swear no, it's, it's around, normally it's December. November. Is it's around this time? But I feel like it's earlier yeah. than normal. No, I think it's a little bit later actually. I'm pr- oh, okay. pretty sure last year was uh, November 10th. And I'm I'm November thankful 12th, because the AFL doesn't release their whole draw. They release it in batches. Hate that. Yep. I hate that. So I know that we know we all know exactly what's going on for the whole next year. Like if you want to plan a trip in August, yep. early September, whatever, you can. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Yeah. It's great stuff. For for me as a Dragons fan, I know that I've got September free. But, yeah, exactly. Um, for, you know, up until August, I can book footy trips, so it's pretty good. So you're still going to um, go to Magic Round even with no Dragons there? I don't. I don't think. Um, I should give up now. I've been almost every year since it started. It almost but makes it better with if, no pressure. This, well, there's no you don't have to endure a loss again. Mm. You're leaving. You're leaving Magic Round with the two points. Yeah, win win. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's great. I, I'm not getting upset any day. Yeah. During that during that festival of footy. Yeah. And I just I only found out like yesterday. It only clicked. Someone sent me a message. Women's State of Origin on that. On the on Thursday. Thursday night. Yeah, Maddie. So it's like four <laughs> nights of football. I'm like, I've just booked accommodation for Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I'm going to have to, luckily I haven't booked flights. I'll yeah. change that and just try and find a, a night's accommodation somewhere on the Thursday. Yeah, Darcy from Bloody Room Beers texted me and the whole text was, well, 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 the weekend has been extended. And so yes. I, I, um, I went into work today and I said, hey, can I get May 17th off or whatever it is? They're like, what day is it? May? Matt, yeah, what, yeah, you can have a one day off in May. What are you talking about? <laughs> so I'm I'll work in. every single day up until yeah, May absolutely. as long as I can have that day off. And then, but then I said, oh, I'll also need the Monday too. They're like, what's that for? I'm like, oh, that's the recovery day. I'll, need, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll be needing the Monday as well. Thank you. <laughs> but no, it's, um, I, I, that's where they sort of come up. The, I was speaking to Darcy at uh, Ordinary Rig. Mm. And he was keen to sort of do something on the Thursday. Yep. Like we'd done the year before, where we had a bit of a live show, yeah, uh, had people milling around and stuff yep. like that. And he wanted to do something with all the creators if they happened to be there, yeah, do a meet up, whatever it was, just to engage the crowd a bit more and yep. say, Well, Thursday's a bit, there's nothing on. And then they go and schedule the Women's Origin, which means we're all going to be there anyway. So it actually opens up Friday, yeah, most of the time. We're, we're getting there Friday afternoon, yeah, exactly. Oh, that Friday, opens all that Friday, Friday. I'm Golf, I'm thinking. Yeah, that is uh, dangerous. I, I'm, I'm thinking get to the Caxton at 10 a.m. is what I'm thinking. That, well, look, that could be just <laughs> the, the main option. I don't know. That upstairs last year on the Sunday, I was fighting for my life. Darcy and Klutz thought it was the funniest thing ever. I was because D- Klutz 
on the Friday. Darcy's like my little... Darcy's my dad, all right? Darcy <laughs> takes care of me. Klutzy is the older brother that picks on me, right? And so on yep. the Friday night, Darcy had a dinner he had to go to and Klutzy just grabbed me and he goes, I'm going to fucking break you. And <laughs> I thought there's no way. But then by Sunday, Klutzy had well and truly broken me. So on that, when... Uh, you, you remember me milling around with the camera taking snaps of that live show? Yep. There was nothing behind that lens, mate. There was right. nothing. I thought you were just nervous. No, mate. But then that's <laughs> Sort of explains it now. I remember like, this I was thing, like, the Cowboys were up against the Roosters and I was standing yeah. next to you and we are watching it on the TV and you're like, I thought you'd be excited. The cows are up. And I'm like, Roasty, I'm not even here. Like, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not even mentally here. <laughs> like, I pushed the boat on Saturday night. That was the night that Maddie Johns and all that happened. Yep. I pushed the boat out. So, oh, yeah, so yeah, by yep. Sunday, there was just nothing left. So the fact that now we're starting on the Thursday, unhinged, unhinged. <laughs> It's um, it's it's a tough. Thing. The very first year they started, they did a Thursday night game. It was like Titan Sharks, yeah. And then they had the Friday night, Saturday, Sunday, yeah. And we were lucky enough we we snagged our way into a box. Oh wow! For the Thursday night, so it's just like half 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 drink beer. They're giving you another one. Yeah, so yeah. We're taking very full advantage of that. Yeah. And the next three days was such a punish. It was so hard, <laughs> but um. Well, yeah, what do you, so what I do can we... imagine another four days. Oh, like even now, when it's three days, and you get to that third, that last day, where I'm a I'm a guy that goes to every single game. I yeah. can't I can't I don't want to miss a minute of football. I want to be there at the stadium, right? Yeah, that's so me, interesting. For me, hey. come Sunday night, I'm I'm rooted. Yeah. I'm, so Thursday with an Origin game where the atmosphere yeah. is going to be just that little bit probably higher, especially because it's, it's in it's, Queensland. It's in Queensland, right? So <laughs> at the Cauldron. Oh, I'm uh, I'm nervous. I'm I, thinking maybe like I take I try and coerce my daughter to come with me. Oh, I like that. I'm a massive that. rugby league fan. Just so I take it easy. Just so I put yeah. some responsibility back and go. You know what? I'll send her home on Friday. Yeah, and that's when I that's when an actual starts. But I don't. Know. I am excited. Um, well, what do we think about the, the lineup of Magic Round? You're, you're, you're we're saying yeah. About so the, draw. the dragon, dragons. Yeah, the dragons missing it. Um, for me, yeah. I'm, like I said, not too concerned. I'll go there anyway because I love. The, the atmosphere, I love that whole weekend. Uh, and, yeah, we leave with the two points. So I'm pre- pretty happy there. <laughs> um, what, what, you want to run through the lineup? Yeah, so it's always interesting to me because I remember last year when the Magic Round draw came out, there was a bit of uh, angst and it didn't look like a very good draw. But then by the time round 10, it was last year rolled around, it all clicked. And I think... Yep. This has the potential to do the same. So Raiders Bulldogs for the first game at six o'clock. I actually really like that. I think that that's a good matchup with good fans. Both both yep. those crowds are good. And then the other thing is we won't have to be looking at Raiders fans getting eagerly ready to clap all weekend. They get it over and done with nice and early. <laughs> and then obviously the Broncos are going to be pumping Manly in that eight oh five game as per usual. Um, and then this got, like last year was fifty something. Couple, yeah. That was terrible. And then the Saturday is an interesting one. Knights Titans. That's the most Saturday three o'clock game I've ever heard. That is hundred percent. That is that, that is that could be that has a potential to be very very exciting. As absolutely. Neither neither it could team be a really score likes of Forty to thirty six. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And then Sharks Roosters. That should be a good game. I really have those teams really near each other. That five thirty sunset game. That's great. And then for me, this is what's made Magic Round uh, maybe the biggest it's ever been. For me, Rabbitohs Cowboys, my the best man at my wedding that is now null and void, but the best man at my wedding was a South. He's a South fan. My old boy, he's a South fan. Cowboys South, 
is the biggest game on the calendar for me every single year. My older sister, she's a South fan. So Cowboys South is like the the Donnie Sports Cup. It it is like the biggest game on the calendar. So the fact that that's the Saturday night game at Magic Ground and you, and you kick off from that into the biggest night of the weekend is amazing. And then Sunday the hangover game being Warriors Panthers, that's actually really good because normally the Sunday 150 game is not good. But if the Warriors keep up what they're doing last year, I like that. Yep. Storm Para always a good game. And then yep. the Sunday afternoon Everyone's gone home already. It's a very <laughs> fitting game. Tigers, Dolphins, that checks out. Ooh. That checks yeah, out. Not, not the greatest one to finish on, I suppose. I'm uh, pretty sure this mind. is I've... the third year in a row they've given the Tigers the last game of Magic. No, last year they went there, right? No, last year. No, was the, last year, last the year they, were, they were, were they eight and, oh and eight? Yes. Oh and nine? Yes. And they played the Dragons. Yes. Me. With the half, so half of our group, there's five of us that go. One's a, one's a Raiders, um, two are two are Tigers, two are Dragons. Yep. So that was like a big event for us. And I said, weeks leading into it, we're going to lose this. We're <laughs> going to be the first team to lose to the to the Tigers, and it happened. So <laughs> I was not happy that one. But yeah, look, uh, a bit of a stinker to finish off. Mm. But I'm pretty happy with that. I, I'll enjoy every single one of those games. I, like I don't think there's any something in each one of those uh, because yeah. even the matchups where you're like, oh, those two clubs. Aren't in the great spot. Aren't in the greatest of spots. They're both not. There's. I remember last year. There's a few games where you're like, "That's going to be a flogging." Um, yep. So it's it's good. And the, oh, I know it's November, and I shouldn't be getting excited for Magic Round because it's November. But I am. I just am. <laughs> I just am. I th- but people got to understand as well. You can't put. Say Cowboys v Bronco. You got to have a Queensland team or the Ooh, Storm. Oh, did you the, hear well, no, the, well, the Dolphins? Did yeah. you hear the rumours? The rumours earlier, my little birdies told me that when they were working on the draw as recently as last week, the Battle of Brisbane was going to be a magic round. And the Cow CEO and the Bronco CEO were fuming that they would put the Battle of Brisbane in the middle of magic round, which I think is silly because of it's, it can stand alone on its own. But I was thinking if there was going to be a rivalry that can get slotted into magic round, it is Dolphins-Broncos. Like, if there is a game, it's yeah. that one. But I am happy that they didn't do it. But that I, I was getting messages as recently as last week saying that's what the plan is. It's going to be the Battle of Brisbane. And I was very happy I didn't talk about it on the radio. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's, I, that's what I was getting told. We, like, like I was saying, you, you, don't, you don't need those games because no. people will turn up regardless. Yes. But, geez, it would be good to have that. Like, it would. Even even what about cows Broncos on a Friday night? Yeah, be, like because and then you've still got a Queensland team every other night. Yeah. So even if it was like um, the Broncos, I reckon we can sacrifice the Broncos Titans rivalry for Magic Round. You know what I mean? I yeah, yeah. Or even if it's cows Titans, I was thinking about this today because I was looking at the cows draw and I'm not overly impressed with the first seven rounds. I'll tell you that much. Uh, they got two home games in the first seven rounds, which I can't. It, that's brutal. It, no matter how you cut it, especially if you've just moved up to Townsville and we're hoping to see a lot of Cowboys footy, it's a bit brutal. <laughs> but um, I was thinking, is there a worse team to be a rival of in the NRL than the Titans? It's just, it's just. What worst team to be a rival? Is that yeah, what you like we're, we're, we have this rivalry with the Titans based on ge- geography and geography alone. There's no yeah, feeling there's no... in it. There's no feeling no. in it whatsoever, but every single year we'll play them twice. There's that bloody 4X Derby trophy 
that you know how I feel about it. They, they there's a trophy every time anyone from Queensland plays each other. It doesn't carry around. It's not winner moves on. It's every single time a Queensland team plays a Queensland team, they're playing for the Forex trophy. There's about six of these trophies rolling around. It's yeah, absolutely it doesn't, mental. It doesn't make sense. It's it's fabricated rivalry. So it's like the fact that every single year, no matter what, we have to play the Titans twice. I'm like, I'm just so uninterested in that game. It's no knock on the it's Titans because I'm sure they feel the same way about the Cows. That 4X trophy, they only ever talk about it when it's Cowboys-Broncos. Yeah, absolutely. It's, 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 they talk it up, they talk it up, but when when it's the other games, like Titans-Cowboys, it's like, oh, they talk about the game, oh, and they're playing for this trophy. But anyway, on to other business, and <laughs> it's like an afterthought. It's not yeah. It's not really part of it. But they need I, I, to have some sort of like a system where it's like uh, like a, um, all four teams, they have their win-loss record against yeah. each other, yeah. and the winner of that gets the trophy. That's what I think. Or I think it should be like a WWE championship. You own it, and then the only time that you can... Until you lose it. You have it till you lose it. The only time that you can play for it is when you're playing the person that has it. Because all four of them play every each of each other twice every year. Every single team in Queensland. Like, so it's going to be up for grabs. And then yep. it will be up for grabs again, at least twice. So... I think that's how it should be. The trophy should move. It should be the sisterhood of the 4X trophy. It should move around with the champion. It shouldn't be everybody should be a gets a should shot be a every time. Because the, the the thing that happened last year is we lost to the Broncos and then played the Titans two weeks later. So we lost the 4X trophy and then won it two weeks later. How, how, how were we even in contention for the trophy? Like, you what? hadn't won a number one contender's <laughs> title. You have You didn't win money in the bank. You couldn't no, cash it in. No, the trophy officially has nothing to do with us. If you lose, you can't then play for it again against who you didn't lose against. It's it, yeah, it, it, it doesn't make sense. It's getting into the weeds. Obviously, just they just want f- to talk about forex. I'm sure we can do that. <laughs> like, yes, <laughs> but it's just like when they talk about a trophy, it's like the Titans yeah. and the Warriors play for a trophy. I've ta- I've spoken to players at the Titans and I've interviewed them and I've asked them what they think and they don't even know that they are playing for a trophy. They are, they're surprised no, to hear it from them. They, yeah. they don't even understand. They'll, they'll sit it down in front of them in the sheds to have a beer and, yeah. and that's about it. A couple of photo ops, but that's it. <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, I think I might be the only person in the whole country that doesn't really care about the draw when it comes out. Like, yeah, right. Do you care about all the breakdowns they have and um, Magic Round, some of the special yeah, events? Yeah. But for me, I'm like, you know, strength of schedule, all no. that sort of stuff. I'm just not. No. I don't like because go, what goes around comes around. I'm not going to whinge about, oh, the Dragons have such a hard draw or, yeah. you know, the first first week or whatever they're doing, the first month they're doing this because a couple of years earlier, they probably had a really good draw. And yeah. You know what, what's going unless you're the Sharks and the, you get the strength of schedule every single year. <laughs> have to play top eight teams. So that's, um, but like, ultimately, um, everyone, it, what, like I said, what goes around comes around. You'll have a bad draw one year, and the draw in itself is not fair anyway. No. You don't play each other twice. You'll play different teams. So yeah, um, just just roll with it. There's no use whinging about it. Just just accept it and move on. Well, I don't mind the breakdown when they do the stats like. Five day turnaround. Yeah. How many t- times you play each team off the bye. Yeah. That's interesting. But I'm not going to go. Oh, I think the Dragons had one. They only play one team off the bye. That's great. That's good for us. Yeah. But you know we finished still got to win. 16th, so that's, that's, 17th. You, your 13th has to so. beat their 13. You know what I mean? Like. Correct. Yeah. But what I think is funny is the actual NRL on their website releases a strength of schedule. Don't yeah. touch it. Like. You've no, made the let, draw right. So inherently by saying this draw is unfair by the makers of the draw, 
it's bonkers to me that they say anything instead of just here's when everyone's playing each other. The fact that the NRL puts out an article being like, this is inherently not fair for the competitors. Yep. It's crazy. Like, it's just such a bonkers task to be, to be tasked with. And like, I was looking at it and the columns they have, people aren't asking for them. No one asks the NRL to rank how many five-day turnarounds they are. I yeah. wouldn't be giving out that information if it was my competition. You just don't need that column deleted off the Excel spreadsheet before publishing yep. it. No one <laughs> needs to know that. Like You're just begging for people to complain, absolutely begging for it. You're, yeah, you're basically asking just people just to go off in the comments. Yeah. Yeah. Which may, maybe that's a good social engagement tool. So yeah, um, I mean, having may, said maybe that, maybe there is a bit of theory behind that. I've spoken about it. Uh, I, this will be the I've spoken about this uh, earlier in the week. But the Broncos draw Fox League saying that that's a dream. I was about start. to. Bring, that's what I was going to turn to you because I I think I sent it to you and you were like, yeah. no, nah, I've already got something lined up. For yeah, this. yeah, like because it was so funny. I was literally sitting in a meeting on Monday when the draw came out, and someone asked me, "Oh, can we talk about the draw tomorrow?" And I was like. Oh, we can try and think of something like, and I was looking, I was like, oh, the Broncos have been kind of stiffed here. This is, this is pretty rough start. And then literally that night I saw the, the Fox league article saying the Broncos have a dream start. I'm like, how could you have seen what I saw this morning and have come to that conclusion? How does that work? Because I mean, I don't want to bang on about it too much, but it's, it's not a good draw. Like, and I wouldn't be talking about it if someone hadn't said that it was, but they've got, out of their first 12 games, seven of them are away games. Mind you, one of those games is in a different fucking hemisphere, okay? That's one of the away <laughs> games. Like, so it's not like they're going down the road. So No. And seven is so close to half of their games. They've got to go to the Roosters in Vegas, then come play the South. That, that Reynolds game is always a big deal. Next game is yep. the grand final rematch at Bluebet in Penrith. Then they've got... The Forex Derby, the the Queensland Derby, Broncos Cowboys, That's which they will lose, yeah. they will lose that, and then <laughs> they have Storm in Amy Park, and then they've got the Battle of Brisbane. Since when is that a dream, a dream start, start to the season? That, that's like Actually, if, if I was designing the hardest possible draw on Rugby League Live Four, that's probably what I'd go with. Like that's funny because like <laughs> I saw on the same news website that it was a dream start. But it was also they had the worst schedule, so I'm like, how do you, how does a team have a dream start and also oh because they have three home games in yeah. a row to finish the season? Oh yeah, that is that is beneficial. But, but those games are against Melbourne it? and Para as well. Yeah, exactly. Like, right. So this this is what's starting to annoy me, and I've said this before. I hate it because. They're making me defend the Broncos because this is what it is. I want them to suck on their own, all right? That's what it is. I, I want the Broncos to be bad on their own. I don't want people to help them and give them excuses as to why they're bad and to hate on the Broncos. It, it is what it is. But the idea that they have had a dream start is crazy, and I just don't like all the help they're getting and <laughs> the, the, the Suncorp Stadium business. What People in New South Wales are acting like the fact that they play at Suncorp Stadium is like the same as taking performance-enhancing drugs. Like, Suncorp Stadium has been lauded over the Brisbane Broncos as if it's this magic promised land where they can't lose games. They won the spoon two years ago or whatever it was. Like, they can lose games at Suncorp. Believe me, I've seen it. I've seen it a bunch. The idea, And then, then they say, oh, they don't play enough games in New South Wales. They're from Queensland. Like, of course, they're not playing the majority of their games in New South Wales and they're going to play every other Queensland team twice. 
Like, of course they are. Like, Penrith also didn't play a lot of games in Queensland last year. That's because they're not from there. Like, that's just like... Of course, New Zealand didn't play a lot of games in Queensland either last time I checked. No, you no. know what I mean? So, I just... I, I, I just I think hate if you work it. it out, so if, if you work it out, so Qu- Brisbane will play all the other Queensland teams twice, right? Yeah. So, there's... They'll play twelve games at home, yeah, and then three away, three away games in Queensland. So fifteen games out of their twenty-four mm. is in Queensland. Of course, that's going to happen. Yeah, every single year. Yeah, but also um, people act like North Queensland's down the road. It's yeah. a two and a half hour <laughs> flight. Like it's not like what's what's the difference in humidity and weather? <laughs> like not, like they act like it's playing. Not the same. That's, it's not you comparable. can't just say playing in Queensland. It takes yeah. it, it's shorter to go from Penrith to Newcastle. Like yeah, it's not it's not just down the road. <laughs> I had a discussion with someone in the comments when uh, we're talking about Magic Round and how Brisbane being an away game at Suncorp mm. is is rigged towards them. Well, it's not I'm because like, there's three other no, supporters not. in the stands. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it is like yeah. yeah there might be more Brisbane fans. Whatever. None. No one else has a better stadium to host Magic Round. It's no. so it's not favoritism. Like maybe put them on the Saturday but if you the, want, the, but of well, course it's really... going to be the Friday because that's going to no, be yeah, the biggest draw. I think that it's because they're an away team, right? Yeah. I'm like so, so they get an additional. So basically, they will play thirteen games. Well, actually, it depends if they play the the Dolphins at they will Suncorp as well. They will. So if that's their away game though, is or, or yeah, their home is. game? Yeah, they'll play them. Well, home they will. And away so they'll play Suncorp. fourteen. They'll play fourteen games at Suncorp this year, right? Yeah. Because I have Magic Round and then the Dolphins away. Um, so, but what they don't realise is when they're playing the away, they don't get the benefits when they're the away team. Yeah. They don't get the benefits of the the money coming in. No. So yeah, go hit up if Manly. They don't get an, if they don't get another <laughs> home game, how do they make up that revenue? Yeah. If the, if you don't give them another home game, they're actually disadvantaged. Yeah, absolutely. And I know that, yeah, they're playing at Suncorp, but playing at Suncorp when they're the home team is a financial, they get financial reward Exactly. Like, it. I guarantee you, Brisbane wouldn't mind don't. splitting the gate on Magic Round. I, I oh, promise 100%. you that. Go hit up Manly 100%. and tell them that you don't think that they should be taking the gate at Magic Round. See how far yeah. that conversation goes. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I, Manly has billboards in Brisbane year round. Like, yeah. Manly loves Brisbane. So the yeah. idea that you're going to tell Manly, oh, that's actually an away game, they'll, they'll tell you to fuck right off. <laughs> they won't like that at all. No. But that actually ends. I think this is their last last game for Manly as the home team there. So it'd be interesting to see what they do afterwards. Yeah, right. So was that like a? It. Was that like a? They it was like a five year agreement. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it'd be interesting to see if they try and renew it or they do it with another team. Mm. Uh, but yeah, mate, I've I've got to move on. Yep. When it comes to the draw, to something. This is my grind, and I know we've spoken about it off off that it's not you. You actually like it. Sunday night games. Mm. I think they for the first, I think six rounds we have a Sunday night game, um, or there might be. I think Easter we have a Monday ends the round, which is fine. Yep. Um, but for me, Sunday night games, I think they suck. Really? I, I at come six o'clock, that that what should be the last game on that Sunday. Mm. That's the time I spend. I want to spend with my family, my kids. Yeah. Um, I've worked all weekend. I've watched every game of football. I've said goodbye to the, the missus and kids on Thursday. I'm walking back in normally Sunday, and that's the first time they're seeing me. If there's another game, I'm not coming in until 8.30, 9 o'clock. And yeah. then you've got the footy show and stuff that you might want to watch. Yeah. Just too much. Too much. I, I don't want to. I want to bring back Monday Night Football. Do you- I want to see a return to Monday Night Football because 
you, you watch football from Thursday through to Sunday. If yeah. you have that Monday night game, Monday sucks for everyone going to work, right? Yeah. If you have something to look forward to, like a game of football, Mondays all of a sudden become so much better. You're coming home, you, you really like just, you've had a shit day at school, shit day at work, whatever. You just want to sit there and watch a game on Monday night, relax. Then you've got Teamless Tuesday. Wednesday's is really the only day that you won't have anything football related that you don't need. Like you can yeah. consume football content if you want. There's interviews and things like yeah. that. But then there's only one day where you can go, I don't need to touch football today. Yeah. Then Thursday, straight into Thursday. I think it shortens the week for footy fans. I'd love to see a return to Monday Night Football. I think You're, you think differently. If you have, if you bring Monday back, you got to lose Thursday. You can't have that much. the The attention span isn't there. It, it'll feel overwhelming. I think. The other thing is, I think the biggest problem facing the NRL is the attendance. Right? Who's going to the footy on a Monday night? Like no Who's one. Going to the footy on a Sunday night. Well, no, you got more people going on Sunday than Thursday, right? Like yeah. even Thursday yeah. night games, you notice the hit. I guarantee you there's more people going to the footy on a Sunday night than a Monday night. Like, it's just not going to happen. Like, Sunday, you haven't worked all day. So, you, like, Monday, you're right. You are tired. You are. You, I, and I, yeah. I just, I don't like that. Uh, this might be selfish from a super coach point of view. I like that the, I like that the game ends <laughs> on Sunday night and I can start thinking of trades on Monday. If I have to, yeah, on Easter... Enough, yeah. It's the longest weekend of Supercoach for the whole year because I have to wait for fucking Power and the Bulldogs to play each other on Monday. I don't care. I don't, I don't yep. care. And so I used to, I did used to like Monday night footy when I was in high school and it was there, but I just, I just, you remember those attendances. Like they were non-existent. Yeah. Look, I, th- I think it's a TV game. Yeah. And I think the audience there for a TV would be good for a Monday. I look at maybe like the Friday six o'clock game. Yeah. It's very similar in, in attendance. Like yeah, that's very true. Not finishing work unless it's over in New Zealand. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. If it's, I think from a personal point of view of sitting at home watching TV, not attending the games, I think Monday would be preferred. But I also you're right think with like the attendance. People are more busy on a Monday night than a Sunday night. Sunday night, more often than not, you've got nothing to do. Monday night, that's when the week starts. You've got social sport. You, you might be yeah. working late. The chances of you missing the game much higher on a Monday. I just can't see it sticking. And I know we have this, like, I think it's nostalgia more than anything that's driving it. And you know what else it was? Is it me or was it like the Cowboys played every Monday? Like, that, it felt like the Cowboys. Cow- yeah, it, it I'd like- love to see the stats. <laughs> I think Cowboys did get a lot of Monday night games. So I remember, like, JT and his prime was playing on Monday night. It's <laughs> ridiculous. To be honest, I don't think you saw a lot of top-notch talent on a Monday, no, Monday night no. game. Like, there's, no, there's no Cowboys-Broncos derby on a Monday night. No, exactly. It's, it, that's where – and that's, that's the problem with, like, say, in the NFL, right? The Monday night game gets that, – that's prime time and they get so many eyeballs, but they don't really make – these hectic matchups because yeah. they want to do that on a Sunday, you know? So you, you're right. There's not going to be any derby games. It's going to be like, did you, is it me or did the Thursday night footy drop off a cliff last year as far as yep. the matchups were concerned? So imagine if it's Monday as well as Thursday because how many times did it feel like, oh, my God, the Tigers are playing the Knights on Thursday night footy? Like what? And Channel 9 can't be impressed by that. Like, you know no. what I mean? So, For some reason, Friday night Friday night footy just hits so much harder, than not it? 100%. Like, and I think we compare Thursday night football to Friday night football. Like, we're not going Thursday night's better than Saturday night. It's, yes. You know, it's normally just a given. I would say the commentary does a lot in, in pumping up the games as well. Yeah, definitely. They don't, they don't do a real... but. 
we always compare Thursday to Friday night and Friday night just hits different. Everyone's off. Yeah. You're either at the pub, yeah. you're in a better spirit, there's noise around you, so you don't maybe not interested in the noise on TV. Yeah. When you're at home, it's like you've had a couple of beers, you're you're relaxed, you you don't not worried about work tomorrow, so you're in a different frame of yeah. mind. Um but yeah, I, I, I can sit like I, it, But Thursday night was a bit of a bummer last year. Yeah, it was really strange. I, like if they bring Monday night footy back, obviously I'll be happy about it. But it, it, it's like I'm not arguing for it. I'm not in that protest. I'm not holding a banner up for Monday night footy. I'll obviously watch it, but it, it is a selfish thing. It really comes down to Supercoach. Because if I have to wait for one game, one pesky little game, I already hate that there's a, the Sunday night game is it Sunday night. I wish that there was four games on Saturday. Like I wish, <laughs> I'd much I do too. Like I'd rather or, see or that. an early Sunday game. Kick a, kick off a game on Sunday at twelve. Like I know it's hard in in March. It's hot. Mm. Twelve o'clock, not a great time. But you know, schedule a couple of uh, Warriors games on that twelve o'clock. So it's two o'clock over there, which they normally get anyway. Um, I've often thought, schedule- why don't we, why don't we take the early Sunday, early Friday game. Move that to Sunday, so you have a Super Sunday, a Super Saturday, and then that Friday night game swaps each week between New South Wales Rugby League and Queensland Cup, and you put that on national TV. I think that would be elite. That's what I think. Good, and, good way of promoting the the, and, the guys before it. Yeah, right? and then you've got three games on Saturday, three games on Sunday. Because I know what you're saying. Like the fact that it's the two games, it's a bit of a ball ache. But if you've got two super, if it's six games across the weekend. And there's yep. one game on Friday night that elevates that Friday night game to a real prime time status. And if you had yep. it, it on rotation, even if it was like Queensland play on Thursday nights before the Thursday night footy and New South Wales play on the Friday night before the Friday night footy, that's how I'd be scheduling mine. If I, if I, if I was Peter Volandis, God forbid, if I was PVL, if I was St. PVL. Mate, as long as we don't go back to the days of when there used to be a delayed game on Channel 9. Oh, there was mate. a game at like 8 o'clock and then a delayed game at 10. And if you're lucky enough to have like, you know, the the, the box at the time where you could watch both games at once. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I remember going on like Facebook and going, oh, I can't believe this C1 or whatever. And they're like, oh, you spoiled it because I want to watch your replay. <laughs> delayed sport. But, what a thing of the past oh, that is, hey. Like absolutely, it just could not exist in this day and age at all. Especially not with the I'm likes of you like, kicking around. Like. <laughs> yeah, we, we're spoiling everything. But you look at like uh, American football, how all, like majority of their games are all on the same time. Yep, same same with the baseball. All, and all one all on one day, and it's like, you know, as a fan of the game, are you not watching the other games? Like, yeah. Or I know you have you have red zone, red zone, and, and yeah, stuff like that, which is great. But for me, I love to watch all of the games and like every little detail. So well, it's like this is what's going to be interesting with expansion because the idea, right, is they're eventually going to get to twenty teams, right? That's what's going to happen, right? Where are you going to fit 10 games in? That's where right. well, There's going to be games on the same time. That, that's the only way they're going to be able to do it. I mean, Monday Night Footy will come back for that. I also was thinking about it. If they go to 20 teams, Bring, you'll play every team once. I reckon that's the only way to do it. Yep. And you, and you make the season twice, shorter. Mean, yeah, like 18 games. Play, uh, is it 18, it'd be 18 games, right? It'd be 19 yeah. games, right? If there's 20 teams. Yes, sorry, play everyone once. Yeah, yeah that, everyone that's twice. the only way to do it, yeah. right? Unless you split into a conference and then you play everyone Which I don't twice. hate that, but then you, you, we're obviously getting it. Obviously, me and you think about this shit all the time. I don't know if everyone yeah. else does. I've, spl- I've split the NRL into conferences many a time on a Sunday Mate, afternoon. We, I, 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 I spoke about this today, right? <laughs> I was speaking to uh, a, a guy from SEN, Brooksy. I'll, I'll say his name. and Because um, he posted on Twitter the other day. It was like, the wooden spooners every year should be um, made to miss... Magic round. Yeah. 
every, every year. And I'm like, and then he had some other stuff. And I sent him a tweet of mine from like a year ago saying the exact same yeah. thing. I was like, oh, I stopped reading my tweets, Brooksy. And, you know, he's, he's rung me and, and we just had a bit of a joke about it. But I was like, we joke, me and a mate joke about it all the time that it was like 10 years ago, we we're sitting in a pub riding on the back of coasters, this four conference yeah. setup, a four division setup with two conferences. And every time they bring it up, we send a text to each other, mate, they listen to our conversations again. <laughs> it's like, like, we're not the first to discuss it. Yeah. But we, it's we possible, like we man. Are, like, it's so it is, possible. It like you know how you do it. You go Queensland, you go Western Sydney, you go the eastern suburbs and chuck uh, the Kiwis in with them. Like we've, I've done, I've, we've done the sums yes. in our heads yep. many yep. a time. Like, yep. <laughs> and you could like, yeah. We, we this is another discussion for another. One. We should, we should do that. We should deep present into, our conference. deep into January. Yeah, we should, yeah. we should pre- present our conferences. Um, last little bit on footy though. Mm. Sawali to rugby. Yeah. Now, obviously he's got he's he's on. He's he's yeah. off there. Twenty twenty five. He starts. Um, be there 25, 26, 27. Wait, so he's the next. World is he Cup. not there from this year? No, he's still with the Roosters. He's still with the Roosters this year. Yes. Okay. He goes to the Wallabies. Oh, sure I thought he was out of here now. I thought he was gone. Skis. I mean, it's it's not. Check uh, that. It, <laughs> me being wrong isn't going to shock me, but I um. I thought he was gone yeah, no, as of now. Now, you're making me question myself here. <laughs> he's due to join the Australian rugby following 2024 season. Oh, yeah. well, there so you he's, go. He's here at the Roosters next year. Geez, that's um, a bit of a quagmire with our outside backs at the Roosters then. I thought that was pretty straightforward. That's a competition now. Yeah. So, um, it's such a weird thing to have. Like, you know, everyone was saying, oh, he'll, he'll jump ship beforehand or whatever, but they're keen to keep him there mm. for, the, for, the, for the year. But... Um, Nick Politis has come out and said that um, despite him signing the contract to go to rugby, once that deal is up, he's keen to come back to rugby league in 2028. Now, we're still in 2023. Yeah. We're talking five years down the track and you've got players already talking about not not or finishing their deal. They're talking about yeah. when their time comes up with their deal in rugby union that they're eager now to get back to rugby league. How old's Joey? What's that, what's that saying about Rugby Australia? I know, but how old's Joey? He, he's 19? 20, 20, yeah. So we got the, we've got a child here that yeah. Nick Politis has essentially put words in his mouth. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, what are you saying that this 20-year-old's telling you what he's going to be doing in six years? Get Like, really? Really, is he? Like, as if you could take what he's saying with anything more than a grain of salt. Like, let's be honest. I think it's pretty. It's a pretty precarious position to be putting a 20-year-old in, to be, to be publicly saying and letting his new employer know that he's got him on rent. Like, it's... And it's, also... It's basically rent, rent a player, right? To any outside back that's going to the East, letting them know this is a temporary position. That's yeah. the other thing. Like, uh, for everybody involved, wrong thing to say. Like, for everybody involved, it's just, like, no need for that to be out and about. Do, do you think, like, with, like, this conversation actually happened or is this Nick Blythe just trying to, you know, get one back at Rugby Union? Or well, is he is... actually trying to get them to maybe, maybe he's had a conversation with Joey and, and Joey wants out. Uh, he can't break the contract. Yeah. Maybe this is a way of, like... Forcing Rugby Australia to go, well, if he doesn't want to be here in 2028, yeah. we don't want him now and get rid of him. No, they, they, they can't. 
like the rugby. Well, they, they did say they did say not. they don't. They're not going to. They're not going to be doing this anymore. They're going to be stopping the the, the poaching raids that they've been doing. What, so what raid? There was no raid. They got no one, and they're talking about getting Simonson. I love Simonson, but what are you talking about? Like this isn't yeah. <laughs> like I obviously love him. He's great for power, but like you're not taking Cleary. You know what I mean? Like this isn't a raid, and you didn't even get him. Like, no. <laughs> you, didn't even, you couldn't even get Bailey. And that's not saying that that wouldn't be nothing, but you know what I mean? Like, you, you didn't yeah. even get Bailey. You got Joey, which is massive. But let's be honest, I think he, was he, a... I think he could be anything. Shout out Guru. But, like, <laughs> there's there, he's young as. Like, when you signed yeah. him, you signed a potential. I, it was the weirdest, weirdest side quest last year. Rugby versus... Rugby league and the fact that all these rugby league talking heads were biting, I I play by the rule of I don't care what you think about us because we don't think about you at all. I reckon yep. that's the right. mantra that you should always be running in that situation. Rugby was trying to get some clout of us. I obviously I w- I wish and I've been saying this for a long time. When you look at the states, basketball doesn't hate the NFL. NFL doesn't hate hockey. Hockey doesn't hate baseball. If you're from the same city, they all get around it. But there's this weird thing where soccer hates AFL, AFL hates rugby league, rugby league hates rugby union. There's enough pie. Surely the, a, to- a high tide will raise all boats in this situation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Why are rugby league and rugby union at each other's throats? It doesn't really make sense. They're different games. You can get around They're different each games, other. but they are close enough that... High level players can excel at both. Yeah, I hear that. I I do hear that. I just but I wish when you're saying about the when you're saying about the raids, mm. I say this. I, I I could be alone here and I might get people go, You're you're crazy. But if they took our top five players, uh. which you can whoever you name, they're the top five, if they took our f- top five players, our game would still thrive. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Our game we would not lose viewers. No. We would not no. we would not have a dip we would get angry. We would, you know. Yeah, it's. I think there would be a lot of fans that would watch both to see how they go. Yeah, they like, w- I mean, they'd watch rugby Joseph for about Swally. twenty minutes before they realise how slow it is. <laughs> they would. I would. I would get it. Like I remember, I was prime age when um, Matt Rogers, Wendell Saylor, yeah, and Lottie Takiri all got signed to yep. rugby, and we. I was keen as to watch him, mm. but I was still focused on rugby league. Yeah, I was not jumping ship to I'm going to play this code now or yeah. anything like that. Yeah. I was I was still focused on rugby. It was my number one, but I wanted to see how they go. I was interested, but then they all come back. Yeah, and and the other you know thing, like let, let, let's like who are the top five players in the league? Uh, you say you say Cleary, KP, Munster, Harry Grant, maybe, and yep. I don't know Tedesco. All walk out. It stings. It's next man up. Like it's yeah, like easy. It, they might be the best. You'll have players. someone that'll like. You'll have someone to walk into that fullback spot. Yeah. for Newcastle. You'll have someone to walk into that seven spot at um, at Panthers. Right? Yeah. They might. They might not be as successful. That team might hurt. But they, the game yeah, won't hurt. But they will. No. It's uh, and even then, like it, it, rugby league is one of the most next man up sports I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. It's it, especially it's such a system game, which is crazy. It's just. It's just big guys chessing. It's just a big game of chess, really. Because when you really break down league, it's how do you get your 13 guys to break through those 13 guys? And there's a lot of trick shots, and there's a lot of, but it's really more than anything, it's chess. It's, it's just throwing the trick play every now and then, but it's really attrition and chess. So 
yeah, you need a seven that can do stuff like Cleary did in the grand final, but you don't. You can still make the eight without it. Like, <laughs> yeah, easy. <laughs> like, there's there's 16 teams in the comp right now that don't have Nathan Cleary. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, the union the union league beef is weird. I just I think it's a bit rogue from Politis to be talking about six years in the future what Joey Suli is going to be doing. I don't, I don't, I don't yeah. like that. I can't imagine Joey likes that either. You know. Unless what no. you're saying is right, unless the tin foil hat's on nice and tight, and you think that it's a <laughs> it's it's a long con, then maybe. But I, again, I think, like, I think it could be. They've still, still got a year to work it right. Yeah. And, and if he's already talking about that he wants to come back in 2028, then obviously he's talking about I'm not that confident in my deal. I'm not that confident I'm going to get the best out of myself if I go there. Yeah. Um, maybe I should have stayed. Yeah. But I'll go fulfill the deal. Like he's, you know, he's I'm got a game. What he is wants, it, 1.2 a year? I'm not, questioning, I'm not questioning his integrity or anything like that. Yeah. I'm saying everyone has these conversations. Yeah. When yeah. they sign a new deal, they have regret. They either have confidence that they're going to do well, whatever it is. If he's having a conversation legitimately that he's already thinking about coming back in 2028, yeah. then he's not that confident of, you know, that How he's going you? to be there for the three years. <laughs> Mate, after and if you're Rugby World Australia Cup, and you're hearing Cup, that, I yeah. wouldn't be too keen to walk into that side either. No. <laughs> like, <laughs> but if you're an employee that's an employer that signed this guy for three years and they're already thinking about what they're doing after that, yeah, yeah, it's... are you you're going, well, maybe you have a conversation with him to go, yeah. do you still want to be here? If not, let's try and work this out amicably yeah what do you want do you do you are you having second thoughts yeah and i think that's going to lead to that conversation i i would i'll say now i don't think joey Suwali plays for the for the wallabies that's huge that's huge i just don't i just don't think he does i think he'll have a conversation they'll they'll talk about it and they'll work something out that's beneficial for both of them um phil wall like it like i said he said that he doesn't want to do any of these um, poachers from rugby league. Yeah. They they want to spend the money, develop their their own. That's great. Good for you. Build your sport back up. Yeah. To make it watchable again. Um, and let's keep our let's keep our rugby league guys. Let, let That's a massive call. Let him stay here. Suli to worry to the Wallabies called off. Suli to Wallabies yeah. called off. He reckons. I think so. That's huge. That's my, that's my call of the week. That's huge. Well, my call let's of the week is that he does. Let's see how many back. Let's see how many back fences are with me here. Uh, speaking of back fences, let's move on to our back fencer of the week. Yes. Now, last week it was the great Glenn Maxwell who uh, put put it, put the country on his on his bat on his on and, his hamstrings uh, on his hamstrings. Uh, how they were seizing up to to no end. Yeah. Um, but this week we also have another cricketer. Now, this is not a cricket show. We don't talk cricket. No. <laughs> um, we will mention it when something big happens. Good luck to Australia tomorrow night. Yeah. Um, and good luck they, to the Kiwis tonight. South Africa, Go to the Kiwis. Once they beat South Africa, <laughs> we get to play New Zealand in the final. Yeah. And that one, that would be great scenes. But we do have another cricketer. And the reason being is this guy had the perfect over. Yeah. As a bowler. Yes. It's just... I don't, I've never seen something like this before. Now I don't even know what grade this is. Whether it's, you know, it could be fourth grade. <laughs> I believe, I believe it to be the, third grade. I think is that correct? Yeah. So look, we're, we're talking plumbers and uh, handyman, right? Yeah. But um, Gar- is it Gareth Morgan? Jeez, I've uh, yes, Morgan, Gold Coast Gareth resident. Morgan. Gold Coast resident for the Surface Paradise um, against Majuribar. 
I always forget there. that yeah. people live at the Gold Coast. It, it blows my mind that people live there. I, it's uh, a great place to go visit. It's it's oh what a touristy place. It's it's a fun yes. place to visit. But I'm just like, you guys are really down here, just living down yeah. here. You're in cricket clubs down here. This is blowing my <laughs> mind. Like, <laughs> so one over to go. Madhubar need four runs, or sorry, five runs to win, four runs to tie. They are, uh, so what, five, no, four wickets down, four for 174, needing to get to uh, Service Paradise 178. Jake Garland, he's on 65, and a new, and uh, Bo Mester are in at the plate, at the the crease, not the plate, we're not baseball here. Um, Jake Garland, gone. Um, Caught and bowled, uh, not caught and bowled, caught. Um, and bowled by Gareth Morgan, his yeah. first ball of that over. The next five batters there all go for Ducks. Crazy. So for Service Paradise to win the game, one, they had 178 to 174. So this Gareth Morgan has bowled six wickets in a row. Insane. So I don't even, know, I don't even think there's a name for that, right? No. You get, you get a hat-trick. A double hat trick if you get another hat, another wicket after that, but five ducks in a row for six wickets from six balls is just amazing. So, yeah, I'm looking Crazy. at what a group so, of ducks is called. An embarrassment yeah. of ducks. Is that what's called? I'm, oh no, it's a it's a flock. I don't know whether you embar- oh. I reckon that's what we should call it though. He's <laughs> got an embarrassment, embarrassment of, ducks. of ducks. To get six ducks in a row is crazy. So it's a flock of ducks. He's successfully secured a flock of ducks. <laughs> I, don't, I know I know it's cricket, and there's no cricket played at at Seabus Super Stadium. But if there's not a statue of Gareth Morgan out there by the time <laughs> the footy season rolls around, then we're not as a as a country we're not doing things right. No, here. no. I, I that is just amazing. So congratulations, Gareth Morgan. You are a backfencer of the week in episode two. That's the type of thing that you hear somebody down at the pub talking about it, and you call him a bullshit artist. You're like, oh yeah, Gareth reckons he got six six ducks in a row. Yeah, right, yeah, Gareth. Yeah, jog on. But he has. Imagine and how many times he's going to tell his, like he's tell his grandkids in the future yeah. and they're just going to go, oh, granddad's telling one of his stories again. <laughs> you know? And the worst thing is apparently there's no video footage of this. Ooh. There is a scorecard. There is a scorecard and a photo which you can then, you know, put together. Yeah. But if you're like, I don't know, if, you, if you're on the sideline or on the boundary mm. and there's three, almost just got a hat trick, are you not pulling out your phone like to get yeah. some, some vision of this? Like, surely there's got to be something somewhere. We'll try and track it down, but... That is amazing. So yeah, Gareth, Gareth Morgan, our um, week two back fence of the week. Now next week we are looking for a rugby league, yes, or something you know something other than cricket. We don't want to have three uh, three cricket in a row. But if you're out there and you see something, send us in. Let us know uh, if someone does something amazing in the community, whatever it is, sporting field, yeah, uh, down the pub. If someone one of your mates does some magic trick at the pub, <laughs> video it, send it to us. You could be in line for back fence of the week. Well, I, I just wanted to say before we moved on from cricket once and for all by the sounds of things, <laughs> I needed to tell you this story that I saw because this inspired me to go out and look for a cricket story. And I like finding the oddities in the world. And I found a story to do with cricket that blew me like it blew me out of the water, Roasty. So this is Let's hear it. it's 1894. There's a match between Victoria and Australia and the batsman hit the ball, right? And the ball got stuck in a tree. All right. Nobody could retrieve the ball. The batsman kept on running 
Took him about six kilometers in total and took 286 runs on one ball. Off one ball. <laughs> off one ball. He's beat Glenn Maxwell. It's double century. <laughs> off just one, on one ball. ball. <laughs> that is... <laughs> I did, I did. I think I saw this by on ABC Sport, but I never looked into the story. Yeah. I, I legitimately thought it was a G up. No, but that's a that's a true story. <laughs> All eighteen seventy eight. Eighteen eighteen ninety four. Back. Jesus. <laughs> barely a country. <laughs> barely a country. And this and this bloke, yeah, hit, hits a ball into a tree. <laughs> it's just. I can't believe no one's been been able to get the ball down. How high sounds is this like my, tree? Where is this sounds tree? Sounds like my goal. Sounds like my golf balls on a uh, on a weekend <laughs> getting stuck in many trees. Crazy story. There you go. Is that that have to be the highest score off one ball? Surely it it, it, it has to be. Again, uh, no video of evidence of that one either. But that's because <laughs> they're the size of movie theaters back then, I think. And there was better things to back do than record the Sheffield Cup uh, back then. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. Now we're going to finish off. Last week we had um, the Adam Sandler draft. Yes. Which was I think well received. I think it was very well received online. I didn't get as much hate as I'd originally anticipated. I think your last pick there threw people for a loop. You you, you called it. I think that's what saved me. If you'd gone a vanilla pick there, I reckon it would have been a bloodbath. Correct, Uh, yeah. But but not going vanilla there, I think, has saved me. And it was pretty even there. I didn't see the end result. I was leading when it first went up, I saw. Yes, um... I'll have to. I'd have to go back. I'll go back and, and double check it. I'm pretty sure but, yeah, by so the end you started pulling away there, but I was very very impressed. It was close. No, it was very close. Yeah. Um, this is the thing about grown ups. The grown ups fans are there's there's more of us than you know. We just hide in the shadows. All right. Yes. We we can't say it out loud too to, often. You need to have your have your meetings every every once a month. Exactly. So. But we're going to replace that this week. We are going to be doing a draft every now and then. But yes. we thought you know let's mix it up a little bit. Um, what I'm gonna, oh, I've sent you, I've sent you eight names. Now mm. these are taken from the, our great friend at Random Stats Guy. Oh, I love Rando. Rando, he's he's a great man. Mm. Um, and what he's done is compiled a, a bunch of stats. If you're not familiar with him, head to his page. Mm. Um, but he's he's done like uh, each position, most um, either points scored, tries scored, games in each position. Mm-hmm. So what I've done is I've gone and got you. Um, eight. I've mixed them around in the order that I've sent sent you. Yep. Um, and what I'm going to ask you to do is to put them in order of who scored the most tries. Oh, okay. Most tries. So you're probably thinking you, you looked at that list and you're probably going games, yeah, points, whatever it is. It's going okay. to be tries scored. Okay. 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 Now, okay. Gonna, I'll say I'll say to everyone now. Here are the eight names that I've I've picked. Yep. There's Greg Alexander, Dally Terry Evans. Mitchell Pierce, Alan Langer, Andrew Johns, Cooper Cronk, Kevin Juni, who a lot of people might not know about our audience, but he was a um, he was a halfback for East and Manly back in the sixties and seventies. Yeah, and Brett Kamali. Yeah, now, these eight form the top eight tries scored by halfbacks. Okay. So what I'm going to get you to do is to go number one. Who's who's the number one? So I'm working. Two, I'm working from one back. One back. Okay. Yeah. So, I want to know who is your number one. Who who do you think scored the most tries out of those eight? You know, this is crazy. And I'm going to do something off the rip here that could blow up in my face dramatically. But I haven't seen this name very often, if at all. All right? And I'm thinking that the reason that Kevin Juni's name is on this list is because he played back in the day 
and he scored a bunch of tries against Plumbers. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking the old boy Kevin Juni might is he the highest scoring halfback of all time? That's what I'm. In fact, I'm locking that in. I, it's locking just a Kevin hunch. Juni in the number one. Yeah, I'm locking him in number one. All right, he's locked in at number one. What we'll do is we'll go through all eight, yep. and then I'll come back and and go. Who's in your number two? I feel like due to longevity, DCE. Yeah, he's played over 300 games. Yeah, I think just based on being there and doing the thing, DCE's up there. Longevity, I like it. And, and is this are these just NRL or is this including rep? Um, I would say this is just just NRL league, games yeah, just or, league, and just just uh, regular season games because it doesn't. Um, pretty sure like. Mitchell Pierce, three hundred and six games. Yeah, you know, he's or Daly Cherry Evans. He played, you know, a fair bit of rep football. Yeah, he'd be, and he's only just played three hundred games. On yeah, the list is three hundred five. So yeah, it's yeah. just NRL games. This yeah. is so tough because all these are the top eight. So these guys are all prolific. Yep, like try scorers. I'm gonna then lock in. And then, so this is the number three spot. Let me go, Joey Johns. Joey, I'll go, Joey Johns. Joey's locked in at three. Then give me Piercy. Yep, Mitchell Pierce. Any reasoning behind these ones? Or I, again, it's just like the, the the longevity of it. Brandy, I'll take Brandy. I feel like Langer's dropping down this list, though. I'll be honest. I feel like I should have pulled the trigger on Langer a bit earlier. Old Alf. And then Old Alfie. And then I'll, I'll go Alf there. I'll go Alf there. Alan. Locked in. And, and then I've got two spot. left. You got two left. You got Kamali. I'll go Kronk. And Cooper Kronk. I'll go Kronk into Kamali. I think I'm happy Kronk. with that. There could be there could be a situation here, Rose. Not a single one of those is right. Um, and I think we might live in that world. But I think, based on vibe and vibe alone, that's my vibe. I'll tell you one thing. You're 100 percent correct in that. You got none right. <laughs> <laughs> It's a, it's a hard thing. It's a hard thing to do. But yeah. let's, let's go through them. So, uh, number one, you had Kevin Juni. Number one, with the only Centurion out of these eight halfbacks, and that was Alan Langer. Oh, I fucking... I uh, t- I, wow, Alf. Queenslander. There Alf. you go. Jesus. Uh, next on 94 is Tide, another Queenslander. Mm. Is Cooper Cronk. You had DCE. It was actually Cooper Cronk. Cronk's that high. 94. Yeah. Wow. He played, he played 339 games. So he's played the most games out of all these halfbacks. That's so he's interesting. Actually, he is, uh, yeah, he, he has the most games by a halfback in history at 339. Oh, do you recall any, like, iconic Kronk tries? There was a, like, oh, no, <laughs> most of them, the one, I keep on thinking about it. I'm like, most of the ones are the ones he's passing inside to Billy Slater yeah. score, where it's like, you know, he's got it off Cameron, Cameron Smith, darted through yeah. outside the Kronk, inside to Slater. I can't um, think of, like, Kronk crossing the line in, like, clutch moments off the top of my head. At least not for the Storm. That's I funny. Think, I can't. I, th- I, can't I think either. he's done so for, for the Roosters. But for the Storm, I don't really recall. But, I mean, the Storm were walking teams there for a long time. Yeah, so yeah. there would have been a lot of consolation tries up for grabs. Trying to, here we, uh, so he scored 92. Now, this would be 
um, some of the what are they World Club Challenge games? So yeah. on Wikipedia, it's wrong. Wikipedia it has him as hundred and one tries. Yeah, right. But he scored majority of them for Melbourne Storm, ninety two, and then nine for Roosters. The ninety four would be just NRL games. Yeah, yeah. But still, That's yeah, so he, interesting. He only scored a few for the Roosters. I'm trying to think, did he score one in a grand? He didn't score one. In a I'm grand sure final, he scored a try in a grand final before. I'm sure he oh, has in a, in a in a grand final. Yes, he has. He, he probably would have bagged one in 2017. Fuck, everyone did that day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> let me let me have a look. I'll look it up. We're going to cut this up and use it for something else. We're going to have to. Yeah. Uh, Let's have a quick look. Uh, he's, so this is from Rugby League Project. Great, great oh, website. Oh, one of the all-time websites. Yeah, so on there it's listed as NRL 101, but that includes finals. So if we look at... So he had two times, he had 12 tries in a season. That's pretty good for a halfback. Yeah. Three times he had he had double digits, so he had another... So 2011-2012. Uh, but let's have a look at his finals. He's played 38 games, six tries. Um, prelim grand final. No, he never. You never scored one in a grand final. He scored something in finals, but not a grand final. That's so interesting. I reckon there'd be a few games he scored like triples. Uh, yeah, yeah, because like, like the that, Storm yeah. were walking teams there, walking yeah. teams. So well, wow. So so Kronk is is two. And Kronk is two. Yeah. Who's so he tied let's with? Let's get back to the list here. He's tied with uh, Kevin Junay at ninety-four. Okay, well. so I, was, I had well, some. You had, you had DCE Joey Johns. I had some vibe though with Juni being yeah. high up. I, mean, I knew yes. there was a reason he's on this list. Second, equal second. Yeah. Uh, you had in the fourth spot Mitchell Pearce. It was actually Greg Alexander on eighty-eight. Okay. From two hundred and three games, not a bad strike rate. Yeah, that's really good. Um. You had Greg Alexander next. So, you, Greg Alexander, you're only one off there. Yeah, okay. Um, in the five spot is actually DCE on 85. Yeah, wow. That's still um, great from DCE. He had Alf down at six. Yeah. It's actually mm, Brett, Brett Kamali at 81. Really? Yeah. Yep, 81 tries. Um, Joey Johns in at the – you had Cronk in the seven. It was mm. actually Joey Johns at 80, game, 80 tries. Mm. And Kamali at eight, and it was actually Mitchell Pierce on 77. There you go. Not you even go. close. Not and not eight, even right. really close except for Brandy. And that's in that yeah. was in the washing machine anyway. That was in the middle anyway. <laughs> so I can't really even claim that. Well, not right. even close. Not even close. How do you reckon so you would have gone? You, you get to hit me next week. Yeah. Oh look. I don't think I was I was trying to think, would I've got Alfie in number one? Mm. I don't, I don't think I would have because um I think I would have gone Kronk for longevity because I knew yeah. that he played a lot of games at halfback. Um, so I think I don't I don't know. Like once you get start, once you get down to third and fourth, it's a guessing game, right? Yeah, I'm actually so so excited for next week because my head's actually racing with what stats I can pull, and like this might not even be an all time thing. I might do you like a 2023 season recap one. I'm yeah, actually I think, so hype. Yeah, do do something where it's like you know challenging like that. Mm. Um, it can be weird. It can be. You know, most Friday night games out of yeah, these, you know, yeah. whatever it is. I thought about that and I'm like, oh, I didn't want to get too niche on the first one. Let's just do a nice, easy one. But Man, yeah, I wish you did get niche. You might have hit a niche that I knew because I didn't fucking know <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> but no, nah, shout out to uh, Random Stats Guy for that. For, for He put it up on his page, so it made it easy yeah. uh, for us to just go and grab and, and make some content out of it. So He's shout the out best. To him, He's the absolute he best. Is. So interested to see what you've come up with next week. Uh, and then we might, we might throw it back to... Uh, a draft of some sort the following week. Yeah, I love Mix that. Mix it up a little bit. But yeah, hit me with it. Mate, that's going to that's gonna wrap us up. 
Well, here we go again with the going over an hour, even though we're, this, this was going to be a short party. I think we just like the sound of each other's voices. You can't get enough of each other. And there's not even footy on. No. And we're still going over. Mate. So it's like... No wonder the bloke I'm, in a bar pod goes we, for three and a half hours. I, I can see I when, you get, say, when you get going, I can see why those boys just go and go and go. If we get if ever get to three hours, we need to quit. Because we, <laughs> we are rambling on at that stage. Yeah, so. absolutely. <laughs> but thanks to everyone for uh, dropping in, giving us a listen. Give us a shout out on social. Get it, get behind our stuff. Both our channels, Donny Sports and the NRL Roast. Yes, uh, sir. Mate, can't wait. Talk to you next week. I love it. I'll talk to you then. And that's the bottom line because Stone Cold said so.